Good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Monday. For those that are here live, happy any day of the week. Whenever you tune in, we appreciate you being here live on demand, audio, video. It's an honor to be together. We ended off last week asking you guys about whether you've had the opportunity to look deeper into your words. If you had, we'd love to hear about it and some of your experiences. This is a this is real work. This stuff that we're doing here, in my humble opinion, not because of what's coming out of my mind, it's because of what I've been learning, learning from better people, my mentors and teachers. This stuff is real hard stuff. It's real hard stuff. If you're listening to this, I appreciate it. Thank you. But if you're listening to it, then shutting it off and going back to your life, I think you're missing the power of it, which is what we're doing now in particular really applies and has benefit to you when you take a, a moment during your day to apply it. This is, you can learn anything you want about how to swing a baseball bat, but it doesn't really make sense till you get out into a baseball diamond, stare at a ball and try to swing. And all you got to do is swing a few times and you go back and you go, okay, I got it. And even for the non-sports fans in this room, that's how athletes really become great is they go out and play and someone videotapes them and they go back into the, some film room and they watch and they learn, but their learning really is sort of during the, the ebb and the flow of doing, learning, doing, learning, talking, applying, talking, applying. And the stuff that we're talking about right now really makes more sense to those that are going to take a few minutes a day and try to apply it. And I, and I hope you will for no other reason than I hope you and I just become stronger, better people. So we just to review a little bit, we're trying to get down to the layers of what takes place beneath or within our words. Our words are packages. And if we don't look at them as that, we're going to live in a very surface world. The little kids get excited about the package. They have more fun with the little bubble wrap popping the bubbles and they have with the actual stuff in the package. People get very excited about the things on the outside. People assume that those that I want to be in a relationship with really is first and foremost about the outside. You can see people dating others 99% because of how they look on the outside. We are, we have become really focused on the surface. Now that we can control it and make our screens make us look better than we actually look, I mean, forget it. But as we start to delve in, we realize that the real stuff that's going on is on the inside. So when I speak, those words feel like they're, they're inner words, right? They're not, it's not surface, but it's really is surface. And so the words that I use really is just containing the feelings that I have, the thoughts that I have. And when I go into the factory called my mind and I go to the empowering part of the factory, 
and I got to deliver something empowering to you because I have empathized with you and I want so badly for you to be empowered and I want so badly for you to feel my love and I want so badly for you to understand something so that you can be better because I think the world of you because I believe in you. Then the words that I'm using is just the packaging to the emotions that I feel. And that's what makes it so awesome. That's why when you hear it, you feel different. Last night, we had the, the dinner for our shul, our synagogue. The rabbi of our synagogue, Rabbi Moshe Weinberger, is so beloved. It's unbelievable. We fall over ourselves to connect to him. And people don't understand why. They're like, is it because of this word or that word? Is it because of this story or that story, this speech or that speech? And the answer is it's because of none of it. It's because he really believes in us to, to a level where you almost never encounter people that believe in you as much as he does. And we brought that out in the dinner last night and every other dinner. But once you understand that core principle that the rabbi, at least in my shul, and I hope of yours and I hope in your school or wherever it is that you connect to, believes in you so much, then whatever he tells over is is a package to that. You, you, you hear it. And you can almost hear him saying you can. And that's what happens. When you believe in somebody and you're constantly delivering messages to them, even if the messages are critical, by the way. And, and you can tell. You can tell when someone gives you a critical message, if they're saying it because they love you and they want you to win, or they're saying it because they don't and they want to find that moment. I've been on calls with people where like you say something and they like correct you. And you think like, was it really that important to correct me on this? Does it really matter? And in your core, you're thinking, you're feeling, is that person correcting me? because they want me to get it right or because they just want to be right. And it's been like three minutes and they haven't heard themselves speak. You know that you can tell that feeling, you know? So the first level that we've been discussing is this level of, of speech. And the second level that we've been discussing is this level of, hold on a second. This is, The second level we've been discussing is this level of thought. And when we're in this world of trying to get through each one, we seem to delve in and deepen our thinking. Now we're gonna go one level deeper. And now we're gonna recognize there's something beneath what's really going on here, which is that underneath even the concept of thought, of speech and thought, is this idea that there's something that is underneath them both. And that is that underneath my thought, there is some desire that I'm trying to express some desire that I am, that I'm trying to fulfill. 
And what's happening is if we can go even deeper is underneath the desire that is causing the thought is something that's driving me to have the thought. So I may have a desire to eat that's causing me to think I want that food, which is causing me to say, can I have that food? So when I see something on the table that I want and my thought comes in and goes, I want that, it's coming from a deeper desire that wants to fulfill a need. So the desire to fulfill a certain need creates the thought, which then creates the speech. So if we can go one layer deeper, really where we can start to change the levers now. When I think something positive or negative, when someone comes up to me and I make a comment to them, when somebody, when my daughter shows up late or early, when my son does or doesn't respect me, when my spouse does or doesn't, whatever the things that I'm going through in my day that's causing me to say things, let's assume we're in the world of disempowered. So if I'm in a situation where I say something negative or I think something negative and I package it in something that's not negative, but at least the packaging is done in a way that is not totally empowering to the person. If I fail to be empathetic, it's because it's coming from some deeper thought, some deeper piece of me. And that deeper piece of me is incomplete. So what's happening is, if, I go, if we can go to the space together just for a few minutes today, just for a few seconds, come to the space with me that's driving the negative thoughts. So the negative thought that we have that causes us to speak, that's in our mind. So if you can almost picture it with me, we're in the factory. At the edge of the factory where the boxes are being sent out to shipping is our speech. In the factory, positive, negative, right? is really the emotion, the thoughts that's driving the speech. And that's where we think it ends. But there's some place that's even deeper that's driving the car, the forklift, to go pick up the packages either from negative or from positive. I hope everybody's still with me in this example. So when I say good morning, my good morning is the package at the end of the factory. In my head, I'm feeling negative, threatened, upset, which is causing my good morning to be a package for negativity. But something is driving that negativity. Why don't I wake up in the morning and feel totally positive? Why don't I wake up in the morning and have every single one of my thoughts be empowered? Why do I go to the office and not be overwhelmed with positivity? How come when I walk around in my day, I'm not walking around with this sense of tremendous uh, gratitude and everything else. Why? Where's it coming from? And the answer is where it's coming from is this place 
called not enough. I want to pause for a second here because I almost forgot that this today's boost is sponsored for the second yurtzeit of Michael Saramov, Michal Yitzchak ben Yaakov Yosef, who succumbed to his disease March 1st, 2019. He was a uniquely kind and unconditional and loving person. He loved puns and his soft way of speaking of soft way of speaking volumes of wisdom. He survived by his wonderful wife Jody and his mother Fega, Pank and his sisters Henya and Sharon, and his amazing four sons and daughters, four sons, daughters-in-laws, and grand grandchild nieces and nephews. May his neshama have an aliyah in his love. He's lovingly remembered always and forever by his friends and his family. May the second yarset of this wonderful man, Michal, Michal Yitzhak ben Yaakov, Yosef be a, a, a melitziotcher, a wonderful thing for the fam, for his family and friends, and may his his soul continue to live on through them. So I want to go back to our factory for a second. What's driving it? What's driving this feeling of positive or negative? Where is it coming from? If we can go to the destination of what's driving it and we put a, imagine, stick with me for a second, okay? Because this is a little complicated. We're in the factory, right? And the forklift is picking up positive or negative, right? There's a door that drives all negativity. It's like the guy who picks up the negative stuff comes out of one door. You know what the name of that door is? You know what that door is called? If you'd have to pick the door in the factory, that every time the forklift comes out of that door, it goes right to the negative emotion. You know what's written on that door? Two words. Not enough. Not enough. You know what drives our negativity? This feeling that we're not enough. I'm not enough. So when I see you that has something, I feel negative. I don't have enough. So when I see you having, I feel negative. I don't feel like I am enough of a mother, father, spouse. So when you do something that is really not meant to be insensitive, I take it as insensitive. You didn't call me because you don't love me. You didn't remember because you disrespect me. I'm not enough. I don't have enough. I failed. You see, because there's this, this challenge in life that I was taught called success. And it's defined by money or title or accomplishments if you really want to be idealistic. I haven't done enough because look at this person who started this organization and is saving thousands of people. I haven't saved thousands of people. I'm just a regular person. This person's winning on the treadmill of life because they have this status, family or otherwise. I don't have that. Look at the size of this person's stuff. This person has it all together. I'm, I don't. I don't have it all together. This happened to me in my life. I failed at this. I haven't achieved that. I'm not enough. I'm not. 
You know how I know? Because everyone else around me seems to have enough and be enough, but I don't. You know what causes all of our negativity? You know what underlies the power to the forklift that picks up the negative energy that packages it in speech and yells or condescends or patronizes? It's that door. I'm not enough. And sometimes we pretend like ambition is a good thing. It is if it comes from a place of enough. But if it's not, if it doesn't come from a place of enough, ambition could be disastrous. This world is filled with carcasses along the roads of ambitious people who are driving towards trying to one day feel like they're enough but they don't ever feel like they're enough. We're filled with people that think that they can't feel like they're enough because if they're enough, then they've given up their, their drive. This is the bastardization of our soul brought to you by the West. I love the Western world. Let's be honest. So do we just call it what it is. When you live in a world based on physical, you're not enough. You're never enough because the physical world can never be enough. And the gap that I feel, I think is me. If you really wanna know what's really driving the negativity that's in our minds, why we can't wake up in the morning fully empowered, why we can't walk around to people and empower them, why we can't use this incredible power that God gives us called our speech to blow people up properly, why we can't walk around and bridge things, bridge relationships with people that are different than us, why we yell across the bow, why you can't possibly respect someone else's opinion or someone else's type of religion, why we can't walk around every single day, look at someone who says something that's not perfect, smile it and go, that's okay, honey, and think to ourselves, that's fine. You know why? You know what's driving it? Is that we're not enough. We don't have enough. We're not winning. And when you're not enough, your brain can't handle it. So your brain has to find the negativity to say, you know what? If I'm not enough, then they're not enough. And if I don't feel like I'm enough, then guess what? That person, they're not enough either. You see the negativity in everything around us because really... We feel the negativity in ourselves. I want to end with the following thing, and I hope you think about this today, and we'll talk about it tomorrow. Perception's a powerful thing. And sometimes in life, the negativity we see around us is really a reflection of how we feel about ourselves. All right, we'll talk about this. I hope that there's a little bit of a, let's talk about this. We'll talk about this. Because here's the secret. We're enough. But we'll get there. All right, everybody. May the neshama of that wonderful man, Michal, shine on his family, everything around us. But until then,
just for a second today, try this. When you speak, just try. Don't judge yourself. We do that too much. No judging, enough judging. We're exhausted from the judging. I want you when you speak to pause one time today, one time, and see the words, the thoughts, and then the door, desire. See where it comes from. The words, the thoughts. Don't even positive, negative, and then try to trace it back. Why did I, why was I negative about that? See if you can find the place, your door of not enough. We'll talk about this tomorrow. Okay, have an awesome day, everybody. And with God's help, I cannot wait to speak to you again tomorrow. Have a great day.